Welcome to the Piano Explored podcast. I'm Benjamin Harding, and today's episode is a re-release of a podcast episode that I did for my former podcast called Toward Creativity. The book that I review today and explain is so apropos. It's so appropriate. It's so necessary for piano teachers, for pianists, for piano enthusiasts to read and take heed to the tips, tools, and strategies that Austin Cleon outlines in his book, Show Your Work. It is such an important volume for creatives and for pianists. If you're a student of music at a music school or conservatory, you need to read this book. This is a perfect book and a perfect outline and strategy for your creative career right now in building a sustainable career in music, a sustainable career in piano playing. So I hope you enjoy this re-release of this episode on Show Your Work by Austin Cleon. So today's episode is looking at the book by Austin Cleon, Show Your Work. And stay tuned to the end because I have an exciting announcement for this podcast and for the community that's beginning to develop around this podcast. So stay tuned to the end of the episode where you're going to find out how to become a part of an exclusive Facebook group that talks about creativity and building sustainable creative careers. So in blog posts on my blog, I have referred to the YouTuber Ali Abdal. I love this guy. This guy is a medical student or was a medical student in Cambridge University. He's now a medical doctor. He's a YouTube productivity czar. And he has courses on Skillshare, which I've taken them all. I love his creative work and I enjoy his YouTube channel immensely. If you're interested in being creative and productive at the same time, check out his YouTube channel. Check out the videos that he has on Skillshare. You're not going to be disappointed. You're going to love what he does. But in one such video, he mentions an important book in the shaping of his career as a creative. And that book is Show Your Work by Austin Cleon. I purchased it a while ago and read it in like two days. In many ways, this should be required reading for educators and students in the arts, in the fine arts, theater, production, what have you. This should be required reading. And apparently, Austin Cleon's got a trilogy uh, centered around this book and this idea. And Show Your Work is, is one of the books uh, in this trilogy. I'm interested in getting the other two because I got to tell you, this book really helped me frame what I'm doing in building awareness of my creative output and building awareness of my creative brand and building awareness of what I'm doing and connecting authentically with my fans. And so I feel like that there's a growing responsibility for arts educators to 
help students connect the dots for their creative career. I feel like it's an important responsibility for all of us as creatives to encourage one another and show one another how it is that we can build a sustainable creative career with our passion, with our passion for graphic design, for music, for painting, whatever it might be in your creative discipline, how can we encourage each other to build a sustainable career in the arts? And I feel like it's an important responsibility that educators need to take seriously, that I need to take seriously in the artistic community. And we're going to talk a little bit about that at the end of this episode, where we're going to have the opportunity as a toward creativity community to encourage one another, ask questions, and build each other up in creating pathways for us to sustain our creative careers. All right, so this book is endorsed by Daniel Pink. Okay, case closed. You need to get this book. And it's divided into 10 sections, and each section is loaded with juicy and meaty concepts related to how we share creativity. Published in 2014, this book was prophetic to the age in which we live. I mean, this book is so prescient. Published in 2014, and the lessons learned in this book are so applicable to what we need to be doing as creative artists today. You're going to see what I mean in just a little bit as I outline the 10 sections that are in this book, all right? Here we go. Number one, you don't have to be a genius, all right? It sort of deals with imposter syndrome, all right? How in the world can I get out and make something of value for myself, for my family, and for my fans, wow, he talks about the idea that you do not have to be a genius and kind of deals with imposter syndrome right from the get-go. Number two, think process, not product. In episode one of this podcast, we talked about three ways to make money using the internet in your creative practice. And the first way was to build awareness, right? It's to build awareness. And this book gives a blueprint for how you can build awareness of your brand, of your creative output. Number two, it's think process, not product. He argues that you want to connect with your fans, showing them how you do what you do. And in that way, you can also show them why you do what you do. It's a way to authentically connect with your fans and with people that are interested in your work. Number three, share something small every day. We cannot overemphasize this enough as creative people that are using social media. You got to show up and you got to show up consistently. I'm saying this to myself, I've got to show up consistently on a daily basis, showing why and how I'm doing what I'm doing. Number four, 
Open up your cabinet of curiosities. This was a cool section in the book. I was not aware that there was such a thing as a cabinet of curiosities. Go ahead and Google that, and you are going to be amazed at the cabinet of curiosities and its place in history. So fascinating. I love this kind of stuff. Cabinet of curiosities. All right, number five, tell good stories. Stories are coming back in the creative world. We need to tell stories because it's a part of who we are as human beings. And the stories that we tell enable us to connect on a deep level with people. I'm seeing this in my music. I'm seeing this as a classical pianist, okay, that plays repertoire from a variety of eras and places. If I tell a story that's connected to this piece that I'm performing, or I'm telling a personal story related to this piece that I'm performing, the audience is way more engaged in what I'm doing. Stories are vital to our creative work because they provide a way of connection with our fans. Tell good stories. Number six, teach what you know. And this is, uh, again, sort of showing your fans how you do what you do. And that creates so many opportunities for you. Maybe down the road, you want to open up a digital course that really impacts people in a particular area that you really enjoy, that you really love to talk about the how, talk about the how of your creative work. And uh, this, this is really, really important. Teach what you know. Number seven, don't turn into human spam. I'll leave it at that. There's a, there's a way that you can be consistent. There's a way that you can add value without being annoying. Okay? There's a way that you can add value to your community, add value to your creative community without being annoying. You don't want to be annoying. All right, number eight, learn how to take a punch. Okay, when you put yourself out there as a creative person, you all know this, the haters come out too, okay? And sometimes in my in my psychology, as I kind of process hate, sometimes the hate comes within more than it comes from without. I kind of think about maybe what other people are thinking and what other people that I respect are thinking. And it puts me in a freeze state. I just freeze up and I go, oh man, should I be doing this? And kind of throws me back into imposter syndrome and it's just a mess. Number eight, he says, learn to take a punch. 
there's there's a way that you can deal with sort of the self talk, and we've talked about this a little bit on our our podcast so far. We've talked about it in other episodes, but mindfulness is a way that you can deal with sort of that self talk and really being mindful of how you're talking to yourself. Is it helpful? Is it building you up? Is it challenging you? Is it um, directing you in creative ways, in good ways, or is it just total hate and bringing you down? And look, I get it. It is tough. It's tough to put aside the negative self-talk when we're working. And it's tough to not think about what other people may be thinking about us. It is so, so tough. I get it. And hopefully, as you know, we build this community uh, on our Facebook group, that we'll be able to talk about things of this nature, where we're, we're diving into the self-talk and we're, and we're saying, hey, look, I struggle with this, this, and this, and here's how I am working with it and dealing with it. Learn how to take a punch We've got to learn how to deal with the haters. And Austin Kleon, folks, really does a great job in this section. All right, number nine. This is going to be interesting. I'm interested in how you're going to receive this number nine. Sell out. Oh, man. You know, as creatives, we... We hear that term and, and we go, oh, I don't want to be a sellout. I don't want to be that guy that sells his soul to make a to make a living. Well, it's a little bit more than just selling out and just kind of giving up and kind of surrendering oneself to the economic forces that are at play. This section is very nuanced and detailed into how to sell out well, and there's a little tongue-in-cheek there, okay? So I'll leave it at that. Number nine is sell out. And number 10 is stick around. Stick around. Be consistent. Be in it for the long haul. Overnight success is basically not going to happen in your creative work, okay? It happens Yes, it happens. We can all point to stories where creative people have achieved overnight success. But it's rare, friends. It's rare. You got to be in it for the long haul. And in some ways, when you start thinking about strategy and you start thinking about your goals and you start thinking about plans to build your creative practice... The sticking around part is not going to be super, super long. It's going to be a process. It's not going to be overnight success. It's going to be a process. It's going to be hard work. But it's going to be, can I say this? It's going to be easier if you have clear goals, clear strategies, and a clear focus in and discipline in executing on those strategies in trying to achieve those goals. For me, over the next 90 days, I've got some personal stuff that I'm trying to crush in my creative practice. In my personal life, sure. But in my creative practice, I've got 90 days. I've got goals, 
and I've got strategies that I'm trying, that I'm experimenting with, and executing on on a consistent basis to see what happens. Because this kind of thinking and this kind of action is fun. It's, it's total fun. I mean, are you serious? Seven billion people in the world. And I get to think about being creative. I get to think about how to help people build sustainable creative careers with things that they love and practices that they love. Are you kidding? I am one of the most blessed people on the planet. And we get to dive into all these goals, strategies, and help each other. And that's what I want to get to at the end of this episode is is kind of some practical ways that you can start helping each other in this toward creativity community. And as a bonus, in this book, it opens up with the section, A New Way of Operating. And it's really prepping you before you get into these 10 sections to say, look, this is going to require a mindset shift for you as an artist, for you as a musician. There are opportunities to share your work with the world, and you've got to be open to those opportunities. It's like some periods in history where artists have taken advantage of those opportunities and created incredible things. But we've got to, we've got to have an open mind, okay? We've got to have an open mind to say, it's not like it has been before. And we've got to say, all right, I'm going to try this in my creative practice, and that's okay. That's okay. We've got to delve into our creative practice and make something of it. Not just what we do, like for me, playing the piano and sharing my music with people, but thinking about our creative practice, the whole thing as a, as a business enterprise. How are you creating within that aspect of your life? And so I love how this book is innovative. It connects with the past though, okay? It connects with the past. It's not something that is fad-ish, all right? It is rooted in the past, and it's got quotes, for example, from John Coltrane to Edgar Allan Poe. And so for me, it was a call to action. This book was a call to action that I need to be consistent. And I often go back and take a look at this book and take a look at those 10 sections and frame up my strategies and goals with these 10 sections. All right, in the show notes, you can purchase the book by clicking on the link. And, and I've got to say that I'm an Amazon associate and will receive a commission based on valid purchases, okay? So uh, 
Thank you for taking a look at this book. I I think it's going to really, really help you. And thank you for sticking around to the end of the episode, because right now I'm going to talk about this community that we're building on Facebook. It's, It's a community for creatives. It's going to be helping you to execute your dreams in your creative practice. So, as you know, Toward Creativity is a podcast that is to foster encouragement. It's to build you up in your creative practice. And by building a Toward Creativity Facebook group, this is a, an effort. This is an effort, and in, in some ways, it's an, it's an experiment. It's an experiment to, to um, try to encourage one another in community. And so on Mondays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, noon, noon Eastern Time, I'm going to show up on this Facebook page. And you can search it on Facebook. I'll have a link for it in the show notes. But you can search for this this group on your Facebook. It's Toward Creativity, a podcast by Benjamin Harding. That's it. And you can ask to join this particular group. And then um, there's a series of questions, you know, how did you find out about this group? Why do you want to join this group? It just helps me to kind of gauge where we're at in our community and the new members that join this group. And so on, on Mondays, I'm going to do webinars on questions that you ask in the group and also provide some some content and some things that I've been thinking about um, throughout the week. We're also going to be featuring some of our um, interviews and some uh, of our guests that we have on the podcast in the future. So I'm really excited about this group. I think it's going to be a really neat thing where creatives are coming together and encouraging one another and building each other up in tips, tools, and strategies in towards building a sustainable creative career. And so yesterday I did my first, well, yesterday as in the release of this episode. Yesterday I did my first webinar for Cairn University. It's where I'm the dean in the School of Music. And I talked through points I made in episode one of this podcast, actually. And it was a lot of fun. But being my first webinar, I have a lot to learn. So hopefully at uh, at noon on Mondays, when I uh, do this webinar on Toward Creativity Facebook group, I'm going to be a little bit more seasoned and direct with the questions that you ask in the Facebook group and topics and tools, tips, and strategies that uh, you have reached out to me about. And there will be a, a place where you can add comments and questions, and maybe some of you even have some ideas about topics that you want to have covered here on the podcast and in the Facebook group. It was so funny. Yesterday's webinar, I spent a lot of time answering questions related to t-shirt sales. It was a a school of music webinar, but um, if you remember episode one where I talk about uh, merch products and services, I mentioned um, the t-shirt opportunity for artists in developing uh, their brand and developing their merch on their products and services 
uh, section on their website. And it was so funny. I think I answered more questions related to t-shirts than I did uh, anything else. So who knows what's going to happen in our Tour Creativity Facebook group. I'm so excited. I think you know the folks that are going to be joining this group are really highly sensitive, creative people that are passionate, that they're passionate about building a business that helps them and their family thrive in their creative activity. So, uh, there are so many ways in which we can encourage one another uh, on this Facebook group. And I, I just kind of want to take a, a, a side trail here for a minute, because I think oftentimes for creative people, there's sort of this conflict between being creative and being strategic and goal-oriented. And, and, and in many ways, sometimes people see those two aspects of, a, of an artist's journey or um, in conflict, like art, artistry, like pure artistry and business. Some people, when they mix those two, they feel a little icky. And I'm, I'm here to tell you that it's not icky. In fact, it's essential. It's essential for you to thrive as a creative person. Money is a tool. Look, money is a tool. And how to get money for your work to sustain more of your work is a noble thing. Money's a tool to build a sustainable life in the arts. And there are ways that are presented to us right now, right now in this current day and age in which we live, right now you can make a sustainable career in being an artist. And those are the kinds of things that I want to encourage you both in this podcast and on the Facebook group. Strategy is not bad. Planning is not bad. You have your creative gift in music, art, graphic design, painting, sculpture. This is your joy and your love. It's, it's what fuels your soul. But to add business strategy to your creative practice will only mean that your creative practice gets stronger. You can strategize to reach more people, to scale your business, to invest more of your time, energy, and resources in one area so that you sustain your creative practice. This is not going to stifle, this is not going to stifle your craft or take away from the artist's journey that you're on. It's going to build you up. And so those are the kinds of things that I want to investigate with you all. And of course, like along the way, we're going to be sharing what we're doing and how fun is that. We're going to see in this community people who are graphic designers, people that are involved in particular products that I have I have never even thought of. And we are going to be inspired together 
both in creative ways and in business ways. So go to Facebook and look up Toward Creativity, and the subtitle is a podcast by Benjamin Harding, and join that group and be a part of building each other up in creative activity and in creative business. All right, so that's it for today. Thank you so much for joining us on Toward Creativity, and we'll talk to you soon.